It's Tuesday, September 18, 2012. Japan announces it will phase out all nuclear power, sort of. While U.S. nuclear whistleblower warns of new risks. Shell gives up on Arctic drilling for now. Plus, it's official, August 2012 was hot, really hot. Tell us something we didn't know. All of that and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. We will never have the elite, smart people on our side. Now I wonder why that would be Rick Santorum. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Des, Rick Santorum thinks the smart people will never be on the Republican side. Yeah, I wonder why he thinks why that. Why would that be? Maybe it's got something to do with the anti-science, anti-logic, anti-education, anti-everything positions that Rick Santorum and his friends seem to hold. Yes, that smart people obviously can see right through. Anyway, what do you have for us today, smart person Desi? <laughs> well, it's official. August 2012 was the fourth hottest August on record for the entire globe. Again, that's the fourth hottest since record keeping began in the 1880s. And this past August was the 36th August in a row, where the average global temperature has been above the average for all of the 20th century. So this August was the fourth hottest August for the world and the third hottest August for the United States. Now, just in the U.S., each of the last 15 months have seen above-average temperatures, and that's for the first time in 117 years of record-keeping. And the Arctic is warming faster than the rest of the planet. Now, we've been following the melting of the polar ice cap that has carved a new daily record every single day this summer. The previous record all-time low, set back in 2007, was broken over two weeks ago. And any minute now, we'll get the official final tally of just how much ice was lost this summer. Right now, it's estimated it to be the size of Texas. And what does it matter if we lose ice? Well, it's funny you should ask. Several new studies tie the loss of Arctic sea ice to harsher winters and wetter summers in Europe and the UK. As the ice melts, the ocean water absorbs more sunlight, and that warm water in turn pumps more heat into the atmosphere, as Dr. Adam Scaife of the UK's Weather Service tells the BBC. That has an important effect on the jet stream and the storm track that impinges on Europe and can change the weather on seasonal timescales. That slowing down of the jet stream he described is also changing weather patterns in the U.S. More slow-moving storms bringing rain or snow that will stall and dump even more precipitation. Heat waves can stall as well, like the prolonged heat dome that caused this summer's record heat wave and record drought across the U.S. But the Arctic remains a harsh environment. Royal Dutch Shell announced on Monday it is halting its Arctic offshore drilling adventure for now and will try again next year. After major setbacks with their equipment, Shell ran into even more problems once they got to the Arctic, like a 30-mile-long ice flow that wanted the exact spot held by Shell's drilling platform. Was, was there drilling up there, which I know the U.S. Coast Guard was against because they said, we can't help you out in a spill, we have no resources up there. Right. But was the drilling affected by the 
melting ice in the Arctic and the additional ice flows that are now floating around up there? Oh, indeed. It is very dangerous to get slammed into by a gigantic iceberg, as the Titanic found out. Well, what happened this time is Shell says its crucial piece of required oil spill emergency equipment, a containment dome, was actually damaged during its final test. So now it has to leave, pack up, and try again next year. So before they even started, they have already failed. Yes. Nice going, Shell. Weekly anti-nuclear protests in Japan have pushed the Japanese government to announce it will phase out all nuclear power plants in the country by 2040 and will focus on renewable energy and natural gas. Japanese Prime Minister Yoshihiko Noda says, We are at last standing at a brand new start line. But critics have slammed the new policy because though it supposedly phases out nukes by 2040, it phases in a restart of all of Japan's 50 nuclear reactors that were shut down after the Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant disaster last year. And it allows for a possible extension of nuclear power through 2060. Lots of loopholes. Yep. Here in the U.S., a whistleblower at the U.S. Nuclear Regulatory Commission is accusing regulators of covering up the risk of flooding to nuclear power plants located downstream from large dams and reservoirs. In an internal letter obtained by the Huffington Post, an engineer within the NRC says the NRC is withholding from the public that a handful of U.S. nuclear facilities are at great risk of catastrophic flooding if dams or reservoirs should break, which the NRC's own reports show could cause a Fukushima-style full-station blackout, knocking out reactor cooling systems and backup systems as well. What could possibly go wrong? For more on all of those stories, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Remember, you can download us anytime via iTunes, listen to us on your mobile device via Stitcher Radio, follow us 24-7 on the Twitters, and find the Green News Report and like us on the Facebook. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. So don't play with me Cause you're playing with fire So don't you play